People are constantly asking me how I continue to look younger as I get older. (laughs) There are many tools that have kept me youthful, like superfoods, moving my body, hydration, belief, doing meditation. But a big one that I don't really talk about a lot is using non-toxic beauty products. I can't stress this enough. Imagine if you put toxicity on your skin, you are going to age quicker. And so many people are doing that in their face wash, in their skincare routine, which is just crazy to me. But this is why I love Anne-Marie Skincare, because their products are made safe certified, which means they are free of toxins, heavy metals, carcinogens, pesticides, and other harmful chemicals. They are also completely cruelty-free and are constantly improving their products and methods to become more sustainable. So one of the things that I really like is their body oils, (laughs) their lotions, and their face serums. It's so luxurious and it feels so good on my skin and it smells amazing. And right now, Amaris Skincare is gifting the Manifestable podcast listeners 15% off your order site-wide when you use the code MANIFESTABLE at checkout. Go to AnneMarieSkincare.com. So I'm going to spell Anne-Marie for you. A-N-N Marie, M-A-R-I-E, skincare.com and use the code manifestable at checkout to receive 15% off your order. That's amazing. And I have to tell you, they have all sorts of yummy products. So go shop and see what you can find because I have a feeling you're going to love it. Now, let's get back to the show. The thing is we want to take the pain away from our loved ones, but who are we to take away the pain? Because the pain tends to create massive character. The pain is what tends to give people their power. Welcome to Manifestable. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Welcome to Manifestable. I am your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs and courage to break old patterns and live into your soul's purpose. And I am so excited because today we have two guests where I am going to be coaching them live. Now, it's going to be a little bit of a surprise. So I want you to tune in because these questions that come through and the advice I give could be the very thing that helps you in your life. So you're going to just need to tune in and find out what we talk about on this episode. I love doing coaching. And I want to tell you that if you are enjoying this podcast and you are enjoying these coaching sessions, I want to hear from you. And also it helps if you share out the episode, share it on your social platforms, share it so that other people who may need this advice or not feel alone can tune in and listen. So thank you so much for taking time to leave a review, to follow, and then of course, just share it out. There's a little button there on either Spotify or your podcast on Apple. And just click that share button and share it out because then people in your sphere of influence will be able to tune in and receive the wisdom that comes through these coachings. So I'm so excited. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. Hey, 
How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay. I heard you want to be anonymous. So we are going to keep you anonymous, hon. And I want you to ask your question. The reason I want to be anonymous because it kind of concerns my family. But I'm wondering, my original question was, can I manifest for others? But I think really what I'm trying to do is control <laughs> other people. Ooh, girly, I'm proud of you. And so <laughs> I'm wondering, how do I stop trying to control other people? I mean, one of my people in my family is an alcoholic that I'm having to deal with. And the other is a teenager. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm struggling with one <laughs> right. So you were probably going to ask, can I manifest that they stop drinking and that <laughs> can I my manifest better, yeah, for them? Can I make you better know, health for them and your teen too? Can I, since you are anonymous and I really actually respect that. And I think you should be just for the sake of people involved. But I wanted to ask like, who is the person that is drinking and in who, and how is the teenager behaving? It's my husband, this alcoholic, and it's only kind of come across in the last couple of years with stress. And then my daughter, she's just, she's had a lot of social anxiety. She's been bullied, exclusion all through high school. She's 18. And I'm just hoping, you know, we keep promising her college will be different. College will be different. And I just really hope it is. (laughs) And so I just, I want to manifest better things for her. I love this question. Okay. And I feel like you're so brave to come on because I actually, in a roundabout way, different situations. So anyone listening and even myself, like I want the most for my family. I want more for my family than I usually want for myself, for sure. And I think a lot of us feel this way. And here's what we can do. And this is what I'm so excited to talk about. So for anyone who's wanting more for someone they love and desiring more for someone they love, Here's what we get to do. And I want to share what we tend to do. What we tend to do as humans when we see someone going down a path that we're like, I can see that this is not going to go well for you if you keep on this path. And you want to yell and scream and you want to like put up barricades and you want to tell them to turn around. You want to tell them to do different things. And it usually falls on deaf ears at times. And so we send spend our nights worrying about them and we keep thinking about the direction they're going. And we keep thinking about the drinking they're doing and the decisions they're making and the pain they're feeling. And I have to tell you that if everything is energy, we are doing everyone we love a disservice when we sit and worry about the direction they're going. And trust me, as a mama, I know how you feel because I have felt this with my own kids and I've had to put myself in my own coaching spot. And so the greatest thing we can do is stop the worry. That's first and foremost, because we are perpetuating the problem. It's the same as if we get a collective people worrying about war or a collective group of people worrying about an economic failure. What happens is that ends up happening more because people are putting energy towards it. So what you get to do is put energy towards what you want and desire for them. So this is what I would do. And this is what I do all the time for my loved ones is I will close my eyes and I do a meditation for them and I see them choosing. Like, so if I was my husband, I would see him choosing or having an experience that turns him towards the light. It doesn't have to be me. It gets to be however it shows up. I'm just going to let him know how much I love him. I see him. I'm going to communicate all the greatness I see in him authentically, not as a way of being like, oh, you get to change because this is what I see in you. It's like, no, this is what I see in you now. This is what I see in you now. Voice that with him. Let him know he's safe. Let him know these things that if he wants any help, you're there for him, but don't nag. And then 
visualize every day, see him choosing a new path, choosing health, choosing to get help, right? Because it's going to most likely require some help and just see that for him versus worrying. So when you get into the state of worry, because the brain goes into images and pictures of why you're worried, shift it. Okay, I'm going to actually see him getting help. I'm going to actually see him getting sober. I'm going to actually see him feeling supported. So those are the things I do with my teen. This is, I do this all the time with my kids. And I always say we're as happy as our, as our saddest kid. And it's like, see her going through what she went through because it's going to help her be so much more empathetic to other people in the future. It's leading and guiding her to her destiny. She had to go through these hard things to lead her to where she's going in life. And this resilience and the thing is we want to take the pain away from our loved ones, but who are we to take away the pain? Because the pain tends to create massive character. The pain is what tends to give people their power. And All the pain that we've experienced as individuals has often given us the most power. It's given us growth. It's given us lessons. It's given us wings. And that's what this is doing for both of them. And you get to see that. You get to feel that for them and say, I believe in you. You're strong. Look what you've come through. Look what you're, where you're going. And even if you don't have an amazing experience in college, that might be your path. I have no idea. But here's the deal. It's all leading you because you have a destiny. She has a destiny. I imagine it's a girl. I think you, she has a destiny. We all do. We all do. And some of us have to go through the mud and the muck to become the lotus flower, to become our greatness. And who are we as parents? Who are we from anyone to take it away from them if they're choosing it? But just breathe into them. Let her know, I believe in you. And yeah, you're going through some tough times, but man, you are strong. I see this for you. I see this for you. So at night sometimes, and it has to be in an authentic moment, but I will pour into my kids. I'll pour into my husband. I'll let them know the things I see in them and the beauty and the strength. And I'll give them examples of when they were little or when we were first together and I'll share. And I notice my kids soak it, like they soak it in. Like, whoa, you see that for me? You see that greatness in me? Versus worrying. And when they feel that, they will feel that energy. And with time, as you continue to do this, their direction will shift. It will shift. So yeah, you are manifesting for them. But the biggest thing you get to do is not worry. Because the opposite of manifesting is worry. The opposite of faith is worry. And we perpetuate most of our situations by thinking about what is that's in a negative form versus what it could be and and choosing to see it like spin into something really beautiful. That makes sense. And like, see yourself being calm in it. See yourself being supported. Ask, I always ask for angels and guides. I'm like, just walk with them today. I can't walk with them today. I can't be around them all day. Please walk with them today. Love on them. Boy them up. And I, I'll, I'll do that every day. Like, I'll be like, just be with them in their dark hour. That's really beautiful. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense. Does that rest your mama heart a little bit too? It does. It does. It helps me. Do you feel like it's something you can do? Yes, it does. It helps me, you know, rechannel, like you said, not worry, but switch it to positive. Absolutely. And so I'm going to invite you as soon as you get off with me, you close your eyes. It doesn't have to be long. It can be 30 seconds, one minute. And even if you are not someone who can see them making certain movements and feeling supported, but you can feel that for them, feel that for them. 
and do it in your mind's eye, do it in your heart and and do it for whatever, how many time you have, 30 seconds, 10 minutes, and you will feel more calm. You will feel peace around it and you will be doing your part to set them free. So I love you. Hopefully this has been helpful, but I'm going to encourage you to do that. Everyone listening, if you have loved ones, if you want to do it for yourself, do it for yourself, but it's time to start truly seeing by closing our eyes and feeling. Love you, honey. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Hello. If you are loving this episode of the podcast and feel like there is an area of your life you want me to coach you on, I would like to invite you to join me for free one-on-one coaching on the Manifestable podcast. I love helping people like you. We all have our different things that we're navigating in life and I will coach you through some of the hardest things. By the way, you can remain anonymous if you prefer because I know some of you have some really deep, possibly juicy things that you just don't want people to know your face or your name around. I am here for you and I wanna help you navigate these times. All you have to do is text me the word podcast to this number. Hurry and pull out your phone right now. Write in this number 720-706-5956. You're going to text the word podcast to that number. And then I'll text you back details of how to get free one-on-one coaching with me. No question or topic is off limits. Or you can actually just go to the website and head to manifestablepodcast.com And then you can fill out the form there. So go to manifestablepodcast.com. If you're outside of the US and you can't text me, manifestablepodcast.com to fill out the form to have me coach you one-on-one on on the podcast. I cannot wait to coach you. Now back to the show. How are you? We're on. You are on live with me right now. And I want to ask you, what's your name, beautiful? My name is Sean, Sean Lawrenson. Nice to meet you, hon. And what is your question? Well, Danette, I recently got divorced and I'm just moving on. And this is my not my first time doing this. And I just don't want to repeat it again. And I feel like it's just keep going and something new. I just want something new and different and I want to change. I don't want to do it again. You know, I want to just be different. I want it to be different this time. Okay. So your question is, this is, you just got divorced. You said, this isn't your first divorce. This isn't your first rodeo. And now you're saying, I want to make sure you, you said, you're basically saying, I see a pattern and I want to make sure that I'm not repeating this pattern as I move forward into this new evolution of me and who I choose to walk with me. Is that correct? That, you know, great, great wording. Thank you very much. Okay, let's do something. And now everyone listening, you do this as well. Any pattern you have, whether it's spending a lot of money or what she's saying, maybe choosing wrong men in her life or partnerships in her life or showing up differently in these partnerships. Or maybe you have friendships. Like for me, I've done this assignment with friendships because I was noticing I was choosing friends to be in my inner circle that were not showing up the way I would choose to show up for them. And so this assignment, something I've done, I've done it with high level coaching people. You can do this, Sean, anyone listening can do this. So what you're going to do is you're going to take out a piece of paper. So you can just write this down and you can listen to this episode, but, and you're going to write down, what are some of these traits that have been going on in these relationships that are similar? Like, is there any similarities with these men? 
or ways they made you feel that were not positive. And then you're going to do another column. So this is about them, the external, right? The external. So if it was around money, how is money showing up in my life that I keep noticing? I always have bills or I always have this feeling of lack of it, whatever, this external. I feel like the government or the, you know, or things are shifting in the environment, whatnot. Then you're going to look at what are some of these behaviors that I've been having that I'm noticing? Like, how do you spend your day? Has it been similar Are you easy to forgive? Do you love yourself fully? Really looking at these traits about you. And I think the biggest ones are, can you ask yourself, do you fully love yourself? Do you show up in love for you? Are you a people pleaser? Are you someone who puts other people's needs in front of their own? Do they, do you speak up for what you desire? So really taking an inventory of like, how has Sean shown up in relationships that she's like, oh, I see kind of a pattern how I show up. I see a pattern of kind of some of these men that I'm choosing that I'm like, wow, I didn't like that. I didn't like that, but I I saw it in both. And then what you can do is then you have this really honest list, which just is not really fun to do. (laughs) But we got to take ownership of these emotions, these ways of being. And the biggest one is really that second column of who am I being? Because you attract what you feel about yourself on the inside. You attract what you feel about yourself on the inside. And this is why I'm like, never girlfriend to any girlfriend and boyfriend that I have that are my friends that are guys, do not move forward in relationship until, and it doesn't mean we have to be perfect with our love for ourselves. We're going to have days where we're like, I don't like this, or I'm going through this or whatnot. But are you doing rituals every single day that are buoying you up? that are communing with you every single day. And until you get into that rhythm, do not get into the rhythm of another being in your energy field. So are you choosing to like do daily rituals that are loving for you? Are you staying true to your word to yourself? Like if you tell yourself you're going to work out this day or walk in nature, are you honoring that word to yourself? (laughs) I'm that good. I mean, I put it out there, but it's not always something... I put as a priority in my life Um, with kids and everything else. It's like everyone kind of comes first. You have to truly take care of this vessel. That's you, this spirit that's you. And, and you're, you're only going to be able to serve from this full cup from the overflow. And you're going to be a better server from your overflow versus from you serving like from an empty cup. So take care of these things, like write out, what would these things be that are honoring for Sean? Everyone write out, what would be these things that would make me be a better person? And I'm going to do them. I literally just did a list the other day because I'm like in a new phase. We're all feeling it. There's a new phase happening for us. There's a new evolution of what we get to be. And so I was writing down, what would be these things? I'm like, you know what? Less scrolling, more reading. I wrote that down. I was like, I'm going to read 30 minutes at a minimum every single day. I'm going to read something. I am also going to make sure every single day I'm walking out in nature for 45 minutes. That was big for me. Some people, it's going to be 20 minutes. That's big for them. What are these things that are nourishing? And so write them down that are going to cultivate a better version of Sean. And then from there, then you can, you're going to be in a different space and a better space to attract somebody from the love that you have from within. I know. I feel like I'm always in a spot where I I feel like I need to be rescued. Remember, you are your greatest rescue. You are your biggest hero and your biggest best friend. 
and you get to be that, but you have to choose it and you have to say, I am going to be my hero. I am going to be my biggest rescuer. I am my biggest hero. I am my biggest rescuer. And you don't have to take on this statement because I hear this from people that are like, I just take believe that nothing's going to get done unless I do it, that no one's going to come rescue me. But there's an energy behind that. There's an energy of like, I'm by myself and I have to break down all the walls by myself. Whereas when you go, you know what? I'm my greatest rescuer. And you do it with love. You're like, it's not that you're doing it alone. It's not that no one can live up to your standards. It's saying, hey, I have responsibility for me and I'm going to choose me. And you know what? When I choose me, you know what? Others choose me too. Right? Because we have to put it within ourselves to attract what others see in us. Right? It's what we put out there. Yes. We, we attract what we truly feel about the internal part of us. So when people are in relationships that are not going well, there's a belief system. There's something going on internally that says, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to be loved the way I truly desire and know I deserve to be loved. And so can we do that internal disciplined work of ritual that's honoring to us every single day? I love you, honey. I hope this spice was good for you. Everyone listening, give some love to Sean. And honestly, that everyone gets to do this work. We all get to level up and become our greatest heroes and our bestest friends to ourselves. So I love you, honey. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. I hope today on the podcast, you received the nugget you need to expand in your life. We're not alone in our questions. We're not alone in this journey. None of us are truly on an island. We are all connected through our stories, our heartbreak, our joy, our questions. So I thank these guests for coming on and asking vulnerable questions because not only does it help them, but it helps all of us who are tuning in and listening so that we can get clarity in our lives of the best right next move for ourselves. Thank you so much for tuning in and let me know, maybe share on social media. What was your takeaway? What was that nugget that you received in your life? Is it around manifesting? Is it around spreading your wings and having more freedom? Is it that your bliss translates to your children having more bliss? What was that takeaway? I am super curious and I love hearing from you. Thank you for tuning in. And until next time, I'll see you soon. And remember, you are worthy. You always have been.